Hi, uh, welcome to this podcast called Mind Alchemy. It's conversations aimed to shift perception, transforming our pain into our greatest ally and empower our soul. So on today's show, we have the topic of self-love and uh, we have our guest, um, Snigda. Snigda, welcome. Hi, Samia. Hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. That's good. Um, so starting off with the topic of um, self-love, uh, what is your definition of someone loving themselves? And why do you think it's so hard for us to be consistent with practicing self-love? If you ask me uh, how to define self-love, I don't think it, I don't, I don't know, I can't really define it as a specific two-liner, but uh, if someone uh, wakes up and is not disappointed in themselves and, you know, if they're not having a productive day or mm-hmm. they're just being lazy for, still okay with it. And mm-hmm. uh, anything we do, uh, we just want to, make the best of that particular moment instead of thinking about a long-term goal or short-term goal. If you're doing anything for the sake of you, for making yourself smile, that's more than enough. Mm-hmm. So more about like what makes us happy. Um, but why do yeah, you think it's so hard happy? for us to practice um, that act of self-love, of making us happy? That's Maybe because, uh, you know, deep down we are all wired in such a way that we need validation from a lot of things in our life. It can be materialistic things. It can be non-materialistic things. Mm -hmm. It can be people we know, people we don't know. We seek attention and validation from a lot of things without our own knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's uh, basically we're tying our happiness to them and uh, we're just worrying that, you know, we're not getting uh, those things the validation or the happiness from others. Mm -hmm. So as long as uh, our happiness is linked to things which are not in our hands, we can never be able to be happy with ourselves. Uh, Like once the day we realize that, you know, I am responsible for my happiness and I have to make myself happy, you'll you'll see real transformations happening. Uh, You start putting people away. You start putting things away. You start prioritizing yourself and everything follows once you start working for yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't really have to have the validation of someone or something. Many people uh, want their friends to, you know, uh, look up to them. They want to make someone proud. Uh, They want someone to be proud of them. Yeah, once we have that as our target, uh, we almost are giving ourselves up to someone because uh, they have to validate us. It is not us who have to validate us. Like we have to, you know, sit and realize that it is our life. Uh, Like we are not sitting and validating anyone. So why get validated by someone? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that makes sense. So I think the key word that you said is about um, not trying to, I guess, when you're having compliments, to not attend too much to the compliments at the same time to not listen too much to what the negative parts are. Yeah, neither of them have to really change our uh, perspective of things or our perspective of ourselves. 
Because mm-hmm. often when we try to make, I guess, like our parents proud or our close ones proud, that's something that we really thrive off of is, um, you know, making people proud. Um, I feel like that's a huge one. But yeah, it definitely is because we may or may not make them proud, but it doesn't tag us a failure in any way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so speaking of um, people like just not in relationships that are platonic, but even in romantic relationships or any of that sort, uh, why do you think so many people are, you know, stuck in cycles uh, that are toxic and unable to remove themselves from uh, people or places which really make us unhappy? Okay. Uh, I've been there. I've seen people be there. So I guess one thing I observed uh, with myself and with my friends was we can't really imagine uh, our life without that particular person, be it a friendship or a relationship. We're first very scared initially to, you know, even imagine a single movement of us without considering their presence or their word or anything, their opinion or whatever. We're just so used to their presence so much, either in a good way or bad way, that we start thinking, you know, I this moving away from that person is nowhere an option. I'd do anything to stay there. We basically forget our strength. Uh, we forget how strong we are. We forget how much importance I need to give myself. Uh, so you know people uh, just hate to give it a thought the thought of moving on from a particular person Mm -hmm. because once they start giving it they'll only find their way you don't have to guide them but people once uh, they figure out that they have to stick to this person it usually happens because uh, uh, you know they believe that uh, their life is filled with them and you know, they can't imagine them alone uh, without that particular person. That's true. So I think it's also like the loneliness part and also just thinking that maybe we won't find someone any better or this is all we have. And yeah. Um, but w- what's your own experience in anything toxic and uh, how were you able to remove whether it's like friendship or any kind of relationship? Yeah, with respect to toxic people in my life, I've had my own share of experiences, maybe two or three of them. And uh, what happens is usually it's a cycle till you realize it's a cycle. Mm. You fall out of one toxic person's life and then you go ahead and meet another toxic person. But uh, <laughs> when, when the cycle breaks is when you actually realize that it's a cycle. Most of the oh. times people don't uh, right. figure out that it's the same thing happening again and again, but with different people. Mm. So they just so go into a infinite that people loop. can find um, to understand that they are actually in a cycle. Yeah, and they fall into an infinite loop and they it will it, be high time when they actually realize that it's a cycle. It's as good as, uh, you know, as wasting so many years on wrong people. So my fair share of toxic friends and relationships was basically with you know you have to realize that they're controlling you it can take a minute it can take a decision it can take a day 
most mm-hmm. of the times in my case it was uh, this one incident that made me you know join the dots if this mm-hmm. is really the way, toxic way or is it actually a beneficial thing for me mm-hmm. once you get that incident or moment in your mind it's enough you will start decoding your way out of it mm-hmm. okay so basically the main thing is to understand that there is some form of control happening um in the cycle and that's how we can maybe recognize that this is in fact yeah, a cycle what, yeah as far as i observed two things one is you have to realize that it's a cycle second thing you need your breakthrough to break that cycle it can be anything that breakthrough can be anything mhm so i want to i want to go deeper here actually uh, um because you spoke of um the control the word control what are some examples of um you know someone who is controlling cuz often things can be very subtle um and you know maybe something that you've observed in your own life you know people who are like that okay uh so let me give you an example of two friends uh you would have met them somewhere during your teens or any time it doesn't really matter the timeline doesn't matter because your best friend can turn into a toxic friend one fine day you never can predict the pattern the mm-hmm. thing you have to realize is if a person is making you feel guilty for choosing yourself then it is definitely toxic okay so as in like choosing so, your own time and space yeah yeah if i have to you know if i have the thought that uh i need to go somewhere out by myself for the sake of a little peace of mind but i can't go and tell that person that i'm doing this for the sake of myself uh and if i start lying to them telling you know uh i have some other work and i need to go there alone this is just an example mm-hmm. so i actually am getting scared that they would probably not approve of me going there alone and why does mm-hmm. it really happen because uh first thing we don't realize that they are internally controlling us hmm they make us feel guilty for things that we don't really have to feel guilty about and uh, we also start thinking that everything is about them and you know there's uh, we i uh, we don't even give priority to ourselves at one point and maybe that's when we have to it's like a reminder that you know this person is making you guilty for choosing yourself so please wake up or even being yourself i guess like let's say you like dancing or you like singing um and they disapprove of that um yes yes very true i guess that's still like you being yourself and them rejecting that is still um yeah controlling yeah like i've seen i've seen many of my friends give up on their hobbies or passion for the sake of their partner because the particular partner doesn't like it so i mean if if you really are in a healthy relationship even if they don't like it maybe they would not uh, watch it again and again but they definitely support you do it if they don't like it they would not be a part of it maybe for the sake of their me- mental health but it doesn't mean they have to stop you uh, from that because it doesn't work that way everyone has their own uh, life and uh, they have to complement each other not control each other mhm right right and i think there's always two people there's one who is getting controlled and one who is controlling and 
that's also a very, yeah, that's a dynamic that's there. So how do you think then we can, you know, um, uh, leading to this question, um, I'm jumping a question here, but how do you think we can uh, combat this criticism, um, you know, from people and, you know, put a boundary against them as soon as we detect that they're not letting us be ourselves? Okay, before I come to the uh, precise answer, let me tell you one thing. Uh, when we actually start realizing our self-worth, but we are not yet ready to move on from that person, there mm -hmm. comes this transition phase. We start choosing ourselves, but we don't really let go of them as well. So mm -hmm. it goes, we try to make that relationship into a healthy one. Mm -hmm. That's That will be an involuntary trial. So what happens is, we go tell them that, you know, uh, I need to go out, like we followed that example. I need to go yeah. out for myself. I need to take a walk for myself. And they would disapprove it as usual. But we'd still go ahead and go for that walk. Mm -hmm. But uh, the next stage of this would be cutting that person off completely. Mm -hmm. And to go to that next stage, we need to have this transition phase of collecting ourselves up. Mm -hmm. Uh, like we first spoke in the initial phase, uh, when we seek validation, uh, we usually like to hear that what we are doing is good or what we are doing is right. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as I feel, can be a little controversial, but uh, when a, with respect to what a person uh, does or, uh, you know, mm -hmm. behaves or, you know, according to their life, there is nothing right or wrong. Because what is right for us can be wrong for someone else. It is definitely subjective from one person to other. So what they think is wrong in us may be uh, right for someone else when they see us. Mm -hmm. So, so how do you think we can our... differ between our own rights and wrongs? Like let's say um, someone tells me or you, Snigda, like, you know, this is wrong. Um, you know, there's sometimes... And I'll confess to it myself. I get confused when someone tells me that this is incorrect. Um, you know, how are we able to distinguish within ourselves that no, like this is actually fine, um, or this is something I agree with or disagree with? Um, how do you think we can learn to do that better? There's nothing wrong in listening to their perspective, I'd say, because uh, listening to the more, the more people we listen to, the more perspectives we get to see and the more our mind expands. So uh, may, the, that person may be able to convince you and may not be able to convince you. But irrespective of that, uh, personally, if you ask me how it feels, uh, many, uh, many times when my friends or my parents or anyone disagree with me, I give it a thought. Uh, am I causing trouble to anyone because of what I'm doing or what I'm thinking? Even if I'm causing trouble, uh, like, is it out of uh, my uh, zone or their zone? Because most of the times, if a person is considering your opinion and feeling bad, you are not supposed to be guilty of yourself for thinking that way. It is that person who has to change for the sake of, uh, you know, being... Um, uh, you know, disappointed and not being able to control you. So, if till I don't feel guilty of what I do, uh, okay. till I don't feel that what I'm doing is wrong, it's totally fine because everyone has different opinions. Okay. I can't go around and tell people that what they are doing is wrong and expect them to 
change because it can be the same with me mm-hmm. we have to have our own individuality and we have to be respected for it even if we are not being respected for it we should be able to be okay with it because i'm doing it for myself i'm not doing it for anyone once we stop seeking that validation and draw our own boundaries and make it clear to our circle that we have our own boundaries it'll be mm-hmm. fine Mm-hmm. I think that's a keyword that you just said there boundaries because I think that's where a lot of things can get messy if we don't have one um so that's that's a great advice um and so talking about um you know understanding ourselves and knowing what we value um how can we learn to appreciate our own company um and what sort of things can we do to understand ourselves it can be as simple as uh, you know going to your childhood park where you used to go for a walk when you were a toddler mm-hmm. or, uh, you know when i feel low i i complete a bunch of coloring books it gives me peace of mind mm-hmm. um, it can be as lame as that or it can just be dancing around for random music mm-hmm. or you know just going for a walk with music on it it is always in little things you don't have to be really uh you don't have to go out of your comfort zone or do something thinking it will make you feel better most of the times mm-hmm. it's just a simple assurance to yourself from yourself that it's okay and it'll all be fine and you know this is making you stronger for something right right um I think that's something very essential you said there um because it's almost necessary to do that in order to be able to say yes or no to someone um but yeah how do you yeah. think we can um how have you um honed yourself to be uh, authentic to your path um and find genuine connections because um like you said there are some people in your life who you know some people told them not to pursue their hobbies and um how do you stop yourself from doing that and remain authentic and find you know more connections like that okay uh, so personally if i have to tell uh, my experiences i had really tough time in making good friends in the beginning uh, right. during my teenage and uh, you know till i was around 19 Mm-hmm. but uh yeah certain incidents turned me into a stronger person and uh the day i mean it was a transition phase for me my phase lasted mm-hmm. for around one or one and a half year and it can differ from person to person mm-hmm. there's uh, no specific time or it's not a race that you have to reach that particular place in a particular time it changes mm-hmm. from person mm-hmm. to person So, right uh what happened was once i decided to choose myself and respect myself and respect my boundaries uh you automatically develop this kind of aura that you start attracting the right people to you hmm and uh the that relationships can't get toxic because when you respect yourself you also attract people who respect themselves so when you mm-hmm. both have your proper defined boundaries you know to uh, support each other and not go out of your way to do it also because you can be the toxic person to someone which we don't really realize right unknowingly we can also become the toxic person to someone and 
you know when you have to uh, not be that you should know the other person's boundaries as much as they mm-hmm. should know your boundaries so once you start this process of loving yourself and choosing your happiness over everyone you automatically mm-hmm. start attracting the right people to you and they'll definitely support you and guide you throughout mm-hmm. i think that's um that's right about so i think what you're saying from the last question and this question added is um boundaries are extremely essential understanding ourselves is extremely essential and um once we do that automatically we build this kind of aura where we are able to attract those similar kind of people yeah and uh, also uh during this transition phase when we uh, take time to identify our uh, positives and negatives and mm-hmm. what i need to work on what are my challenges and uh, you know how do i actually set my boundaries what has been wrong all these days it's mm-hmm. very very important to keep myself up during this transition phase mm-hmm. because that is the most vulnerable phase of anyone's life mm-hmm. because once uh, someone actually hits you down during that vulnerable phase it takes much longer to bounce back so it is very important to be strong during that time and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. be okay with uh, things and people around you being uncomfortable because it's right. a temporary phase we need to tell that to ourselves mm-hmm. i think Some i want to go more into your own um personal experience because i feel like um you're somebody who actually has honed you know from becoming maybe a people pleaser to having boundaries and to um asserting yourself i was just wondering was it like a switch in your mind of like no i'm never going to do that or what what sort of steps did you specifically take to make that change because i definitely feel like you have that with you <laughs> i did have that but uh, okay it happens with one decision and a lot of time in your life to support that decision okay hmm. so uh if i if i decide to choose myself i have to change a lot of things in my life i have to change the way i talk to people the way i encourage people to enter my thoughts uh hmm. the way i let them control my emotions in fact my timetable how mm-hmm. i meet people where i meet people mm-hmm. it includes a lot of little little things that actually can make you feel independent because uh one fine day i decided i'd never listen to this person again and that day i went uh out i took a walk for myself i had dinner and i felt really nice because that's probably one thing i did after a long time for sake of myself and it felt like i did something great but it is not really something great it is just what i felt like doing so hmm. we should you know uh, that should become my routine that's what i felt that day because it shouldn't be once in a while thing it should be my life each and every day i should hmm. be choosing so doing things day. intentionally where you feel like this is what i'm feeling like doing right now and i'm going to do it yeah and that should be your every single day that should be every single day okay um even in terms of work life and uh in terms of pursuing what um in terms of career okay in terms of career um 
it it is not the exact word to word translation like here because one fine day i can't just go to my boss and say i'm quitting this project and <laughs> i don't want to work on this because i don't feel like working on this it doesn't really work that way but if i want to pursue a different stream in my own career or to switch to a different domain hmm. uh i can definitely wait for that project to complete and go ahead and switch to that domain without hmm. thinking about what people would think of me in my office mm-hmm. but so the Because intention is am... to just uh slowly inch and move towards um what you're actually feeling like doing Yes because what you want to do you should be able to do it uh, in a short time or in a long time because if that's what makes you happy go ahead and do it mm-hmm. you know that that you enter that uh, type of mindset once you stop seeking validation of people around you because mm-hmm. uh, immediately when we decide something about career uh, as far as i've seen they they start seeking validation of my parents my friends mm-hmm. my relatives yes 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 very true um so uh if you if i if one fine day i decide that i want to do this and i have to do this for myself mm-hmm. i'll do it no matter what it should be the strength of your decision mm-hmm. i have a question uh that just popped up from our conversation on this mm-hmm. um so when you're saying like following ourselves um at what point do you think it becomes selfish and what point is it selfful because often we can carry that guilt of maybe we're doing too much for ourselves and um you know how, we, how do we balance that um with not feeling like we're being selfish i mean uh where's the distinct difference between pursuing what we want and being selfish <laughs> good question actually okay uh, i don't know if i can give a precise or a right answer for this because uh, sometimes even i feel i'm being selfish and uh, okay i do whatever i could do to rectify it but there were times when i couldn't rectify it as well but i had this golden rule from my childhood uh, if i'm able to go to sleep without a guilt trip popping uh, my head mm-hmm. then it's fine however how much ever i'm hurt how much ever i'm crying Mm-hmm. if there is no guilt trip while i sleep while i close my eyes to sleep mm-hmm. then i don't think i did something wrong mm-hmm. we can always do something to repair the damage we made but we don't have to eat ourselves up because uh, you know we did something most of the times it's that guilt that makes people waste their lives you're very right you're very right many people just don't even end up pursuing what they want just purely out of guilt yeah because uh, you know 20 years down the lane what matters are very little things that matter now mm-hmm. so we can never predict what our future self would be like so if we don't do anything that our future self would regret of our present self that's more than enough mhm you're right you're right so it's just um I guess to sum it up it's basically spending a lot of time on our own trusting ourselves building that um you know understanding within ourselves and really just following what we want to do over a period of time um the things that we most want to pursue um because you know at the end it's like we don't want to be harboring resentments yes yes yeah perfect um 
Thanks so much for joining me for this session. And just to end it off, I would um, love it if you just um, want to throw in, a, you know, one of your favorite quotes, uh, anyone uh, that you would like. Uh, one is very difficult. If you have the patience, I'll tell you maybe two or three of my favorite quotes. Sure, sure. Uh, so, okay. Uh, two of them are uh, of my favorite author, Paula Coelho. Mm -hmm. So, I'll start off with uh, this. If you uh, really want something and if you wish for it with all your heart, the whole universe conspires to give it to you. Mm -hmm. uh, this has been sort of my mantra for every time I feel low because, you know, uh, that there are a lot of deep meanings inside this because when you wish with all your heart, it has a meaning that your wish has to be genuine. Because right. I can't uh, wake up today and uh, wish that I have to become the president of USA. Right. That wish should <laughs> that wish should make some sense. It has to be uh, fair enough. And if all this is there, definitely the universe conspires. And uh, universe conspiring is actually a myth because when you truly believe in something, uh, you uh, subconsciously modify your life to start achieving it. Hmm. That's true. So it basically is telling ourselves that, yes, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Another quote uh, is, uh, the ship is safe, uh, safest at its harbor, but that is not what it is built for. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, uh, like this, this actually makes me smile or laugh every single time I read it because what if the ship thinks uh, this is my say uh, this is my comfort zone i won't move out of it like what is its purpose in life nothing right, right. if it really feels like going ahead go even if you sink you become the titanic no right. issue very true so uh, i have this personal feeling that only when we leave our comfort zones we will be able to see the reality of things and go for what we want mm -hmm. because comfort zones don't give us anything right Okay, the last one is, uh, what if everything you're going through is preparing you for what you want, what you asked for? Oh, that's beautiful. I think it's because it also highlights that sometimes we don't know that, you know, the bigger plan, uh, let's say somebody wants a vacation, it gets delayed, um, you know, and then couple of seats like get free and uh, now their friends can also join. So it's like it's even bigger and better down the road yes it can be as simple as uh, you know uh, i delay watching a movie on one day and i get to see the whole uh, suppose i delay watching an episode on one day i get to see the whole series a couple of days later mm -hmm. it can be as simple as that or it can be as complicated as your uh, 12 year old self doing something that would make you feel nice when you're 40 year old mm -hmm. That's deep. So you you never know what uh, incident in your present or past will make you feel good in your future self. So it's okay. We don't have to regret any single thing in life. Right. Like, because even if the even if there have been bad days and bad moments in my life, I can proudly tell today that those were the reason uh, I am myself. It's all happening for us. Yeah, and it definitely gives us something good out of it. If we are suffering, it we definitely have something good to come out of it. Mm -hmm. 
That's brilliant. I love those quotes. They're all like somehow connect to talking about faith, having. Um, and I just love those quotes. Thanks so much, Sanigda, for sharing your thoughts. Um, I think it's so much brought so much value to me just talking to you right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Sam. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Take care. Sure. Have a good day.